a gay cabaret owner and his drag king companion agree to put up a false front so his son can introduce him to his fiance's right-wing moralistic parents. Yes. What's more important? Uh, I don't know. Acceptance in society or being yourself? I think our love. Our love. And we're definitely... <laughs> we should do a remake. We should. <laughs> All that means we're watching La Cage, Ox Pauly's... Lakaja Falls. That one? <laughs> what he said. Lakaja Falls in the birdcage in this episode of Retro vs. Remake. Retro vs. Remake! in a French bathroom one time. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> maybe for another day. <laughs> yeah, maybe for another day. We should do. Yeah. We should do a, uh, <laughs> a remake. But then we'll add a black-white angle into it. Ooh. Totally. Saucy. Anyway. Well, they kind of, like, switch over. Um, and the, the one character in the French film is black. Yes. The, the servant. And the other one is, uh, like, a Puerto Rican guy. Yeah. Basically. Guatemalan. Oh, Guatemalan. Guatemalan. Glad you remember all this shit. Thank you. Alright, well, getting right. In Welcome to Retro vs. Remake. <laughs> that, with that, that being said. Welcome to Retro vs. Remake. <laughs> yes. You um, can see what we've been doing for the past two hours. Oh, we're, we're completely out of practice. Yes. Um, yeah, what we've been doing for the past few hours is watching football, an American sport. Let's see. This episode, we, uh, we're watching... Le Kajah Falls and The Birdcage. The Birdcage. Um... Two films. Two films uh, set against the the prejudiced mind state mm. of the political system that is the government in both French and America, and the yearning to be free and who you are. Anyway, that's true. Let's see. La Caja All Falls uh, also releases Birds of Feather. is a 1978 comedy film. Let's see. Starring. <clears throat> yeah, this is. I can't help you with these. I'll be alright. Uh, let's see. Starring Ugo Tsagnazi, Michael Seralt, Claire Moray. Love her. Remy Laurent, Michael Gallagher, Carmen Scarpita. Oh, that was Carmen Scarpita? Carmen Scarpita. Oh, I didn't. Where in the world is Carmen Scarpita? Where in the world is Carmen Scarpita? Let's see. Louis Maneri, Benny Luke. Liana Del Balzo and yeah, that's it. Liana Del Balzo. That's correct. The film was directed by Edward Molinaro. Molinaro. Let's see what the screenplay by Marcelo Dannon, Eduardo Molinaro, and and it's adapted from a 1973 play. Yes. Uh, John Poy's 1973 play of the same name. Yes. So that's that film. That film, and then the ever famous that. Everyone's a beloved film. Yeah, the birdcage. The birdcage, directed by Mike Nick from 1995. Uh, let me see if I could, how far I could go on this. Directed by uh, Mike Nichols, mm -hmm. starring the incomparable late great Robin Williams. Yep. 
Newark, New Jersey's own Nathan Lane, uh, Gene, uh, get out of my way, Hackman, <laughs> two some shockingly two-time Oscar winner Diane Weiss, uh, in his second best role ever, Hank Azaria, <laughs> uh, wow. and who else? I'm sure there's other people. With uh, the son. Calista <laughs> Fockhart. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mrs. Indiana Jones, Calista Fockhart. And forgettable Val. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it looks like a Christian Baronski, uh, who I guess is in some sort of supporting role. Um, yeah, the film is a 96 film. Oh, is it 96? Son but of a they bitch. They filmed it in 95. They released it in 96. Son of a bitch. You know how it goes. Uh, and it is also... Uh, adapted from Le Cossard Hall. Thank you. Yeah, so isn't that cool? Yes, isn't that cool? And I'm not gonna lie to you, these are basically the same movie. They are. This is shockingly the similar. Effectively the same movie. Yes. What's your first experience with uh, either film? So it's, I have a two, two prong attack. Okay. Um, so number one, the birdcage was huge. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing the birdcage preview from in the movie theater. And it was, uh, let me say, the, the trailer itself, how can I put this? In 2023 terms, yeah. by today's standards, mm, tasteless. Mm. <laughs> tasteless. Tasteless. It was, uh, when I first saw it, whatever. And it came out, I saw it, I thought it was really funny, I thought it was really good. It also wasn't as much what they played it up, like, they played it up very much at, for advertising-wise of, like, Gay, isn't it funny? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like that was really basically the selling point of the movie, and it's not bad at all. No, like, it's a, it's much more heartfelt and real as far as the movie goes. Yes, there is that of like the flamboyancy of everything. Sure. Yes, sure. That, but um, it's also endearing. Whatever. But so when I was in high school, I went to an all boys Catholic high school. Same, same yes, as so as you, same as you. But our team, our sports team, were the Falcons. Okay. So in our my junior year, they were opening into my senior year. They um, obviously we've had every single gay joke in my school that you could possibly think of. Yes, it's Part of par par for the course. Like. We don't have stairs because fairies could fly. Hmm. Um, we have pink water fountains. Oh, we wow. have there's a lot of them, hmm. um, and you know, in the similar vein that were hilarious. Yeah. Um, but when uh, they were renamed, we got a new gym that they rebuilt, and they were like, "What should we name it?" And they had a contest, and basically they sent it out to the student body, and legitimately, without any irony, they were like. Since we're the Falcons, we should call it the Birdcage. Right. And no one seemed to see... I was like, can we not? Right. Like, could, <laughs> like, listen, I'm all for like the pride, but you don't you don't just put a kick-me sign on and be like, fuck it, let's go. Like, So they wanted to name it the Birdcage. I was like, call it the Cliff. I don't know. Something else. The Nest. The Falcon's Nest. The yeah. Falcon's Nest. Something. Yeah. Uh, so that was my... That's what would pop in my head every time. It doesn't help you. Like, it doesn't you're, at you're all. You're caged at that point. That's not good for you. No, it doesn't at all. It's like, you keep the falcons in the cage. It's like, ah, uh, I don't know. How about the glove? I don't yeah. know what the, oh, I love that. the falconer Put glove. Put the hood on that shit. Yes. Yeah. Like, go to medieval times. There's a falcon going around. And uh, I think you showed me the video. It was Big Boy, the rapper. Yes. With his owl. Yes. Which is crazy. It's, it's just like, has an owl. He has an owl. In the recording studio. You're like, all right. Fucking big boy. Like, and you thought uh, Andre 5000 was the uh, eccentric yeah. one. No, yeah. he is not. Nah. Well, he is, let's be honest. He's still the eccentric one. Are you Robin Hood? Yeah. Um, I've seen that man wear a kilt. Yes, he's still it. 
So and then the Lacazza Falls, I didn't know that was a remake. I didn't know uh, the Birdcage was a remake of it. Yeah. My parents told me, and I was kind of like, okay, whatever. And then when I was in college, uh, for those of you that are my age or around my age, if you remember this certain Saturday Night Live skit, it's a precursor to Ron Burgundy in uh, Anchorman. Robert Goulet, he used to do, and Robert Goulet was a singer, a Broadway singer. In uh, he was in Camelot. Uh, Excellent voice. We mentioned him in our last podcast, yep. uh, Robert Goulet's Cage, All Cajun Christmas. Um, it's a great bit. It's a great bit, but he was known as The Voice. And he, mustache, he was the bad guy in uh, Naked Gun Two and a Half. Uh, and uh, Will Farrell did an impression of him, which was so over the top, and he's constantly, everything he did was singing Goulet. And then he finished every sentence with Goulet. And we became, I became obsessed with this. And for Halloween one year, I was Robert Goulet, and I did not break character for the whole That's night. Like drinking, we got into a fight with people, and Robert Goulet, at the time, fast forward like three months, while we're crazy about Goulet, going, talk, crazy doing it all the time, just crazy, crazy about Goulet. He was in uh, a revival on Broadway of La Caja Falls wow. as the, the senator. Oh, really? Yeah, so I was like, yo, we gotta, like, I have to go. And then I was like, it's like $190 when I was, you know, 21 years old, 20 years old. And I could buy a lot of booze with that, so I didn't go. And then my parents saw him in a cafe right after, Robert Goulet, who is now since deceased. Mm -hmm. And they were, like, calling me, like, "Ah, Dad, Daniel, I don't want to raise any alarms. But right at the table next to us is Mr. Robert Goulet. Wow. And I was like, you you could get if you get me a picture of this, that'll be my birthday and Christmas yeah. gift combined. You don't have to get me anything. Just that they would've did been, not. Would have been a hard get at the time. I know. Uh, but how like, many people are accosting Robert Goulet but also, at some restaurant? And he apparently was wearing eyeglasses what, with lights in them. What year is this? Two thousand six, maybe? It would have been a tough ask because, like, at that point, we're still in kind of a digital camera era. So, mm-hmm. parents would have had to have either a disposable camera or a disable, yeah. digital camera because they wouldn't have had a phone. That's true. Um, with a, and even if they could take the photo on their phone, yeah. one, they probably still wouldn't have it. Yeah, and also, it is my parents. They probably would have fucked that up. And it would have been That's, two megapixels. It would have been two megapixels. I would not still have it mm-hmm. on my Razor. Yeah. Um, and also, them figuring out how to take a picture with that yeah. camera would have been impossible. I would have got a bet. I probably would have got a picture of my dad's ball sack. When mm-hmm. Looking back at it, but I mean, which, go back and look at your MySpace photos. Like, yes. can't even recognize yourself. Oh, MySpace! <laughs> they, you know what? They They're really, they really figured it out early. Mm-hmm. They figured it out. Everything's not as good as that. Anyway, uh, what are your impressions of this really well, movie? One, when you, I do want to make a quick note here. When you said Robert Goulet. I was uh, I was waiting with bated breath. I was like, he could have played almost anyone in the film. Oh yes, he could have. <laughs> but the senator was like, that's actually that's yeah. I mean, he was like casting. seventy-two at the time, or Makes something sense. like that. Makes sense. But uh, I do remember that. I do. I still remember the promotional uh, poster for it. It's like him, like <laughs> he's also in Beetlejuice too. He's one of the. He's his uh, uh, his investor friend that comes to like. Uh, oh, we could do something with this, but. And, but he's like sitting there with his stupid like Broadway smile that it's like so obviously like posed, mm-hmm. but he's got his hands up. What? Oh man, who's got the more obnoxious headshots, Broadway 
people are fucking comedians. Oh, comedians. Because yeah. all of them, comedians have, they're so stupid and they're always the same. Like, either, like, I love the ones that, like, people have, it's like a comedian, but they're, like, wearing a backwards hat. It's like, why bother taking yeah. that picture, man? Just take it on your phone at that point. Who gives, For if real. you're, like, going to mail it in, be like, I don't give a fuck. There's a few guys who, like, the backwards hat works, like, I'm going to say, like, I don't think his headshot has this, but, like, Robert Kelly. Oh, like, yeah. His could work, but like that, like '90s era, like Dane Cook, yeah. hoodie, backwards, uh, baseball cap, and doing this. I'm like, ooh, me. Yeah. Like, my favorite is like the tied up with the microphone cord, oh, with the, tied the up microphone, with the caution tape over their mouth. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, who knows what he's gonna say? I'm exactly, just thinking of a comedian. Yes, has I think we are thinking of the same one. Probably um, <laughs> that one. Um, anytime you have the rubber chicken, I've seen that to this day. The rubber chicken. Oh yeah, the rubber chicken, especially with we women. Yes. Oh women, yeah. Like women yeah. holding the rubber chicken. The rubber like. chicken. Um, and even the fucking the the arrow. Oh, I haven't seen the arrow in a long time. It's been a while. It's, I've the, seen the rubber chicken exist. more recently. Yes. Uh, you know what's another one that uh, uh, another promotional video photos that are horrendous. Okay. Are fucking radio. Yeah, radio. <laughs> radio like radio see, not only is radio like dead, but yeah. when you see like promotional videos, like you. They're the ugliest people in the world. Always. Always. But Always. then uh, every show, it's like two guys and a girl. And every every time, it's like the two guys like acting like, oh, like yeah. doing something. And the woman like, because yep. every woman's a mom. You know, like, yes, yep. she's going to wrangle them in. It's like always, you're like, two of the oldest. Oh, the oldest. Who life. act like they're 22 years yep. old. And you're like, and then you see the, you see like on a billboard outside the Lincoln Tunnel. You're like, this yeah. is sad. Yeah. Or they're like not young, but like middle aged and a large black woman. Yes, I was. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know she was black. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh shit, that's that's how radio works. Yeah, with her, and then you're like, she's just. I know she doesn't talk like that. Yeah. It's just like job interview voice all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, I saw a great meme the other day. It was like, uh, it was like about black people in interviews, and like it was like me and this one chick almost broke character because we both know we don't talk like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Which is fucking hilarious. Um, that's a, I mean, I don't talk like that in job interviews either. I'm like, well, that's very interesting. I do the sorry the body. Wow, sorry. And then I just pulled up. Yeah. Get that leg up there. Yeah. Oh, man. I started listening. To, um, this is, ties into what we're doing right now. Okay. Um, sometimes when Who my. Who cares? Back, it doesn't matter. Ah, it's a podcast. Oh, story. So. <laughs> Sometimes if my Bluetooth doesn't sync up right in my uh, car. Your Bluetooth? Bluetooth. Yep, my Bluetooth. T-E-E-F. Um, <laughs> if they don't connect right, I'll end up listening to 7.70 a.m. Wow. Which is like a conservative talk radio station. And it's always bitching about something. Yes. So liberals are doing something. And it reminds me of this film. <laughs> That's true. Uh, either film, because at the end of the day, it's... It's the pretty, same film. Yep. It's pretty much about like yeah. a conservative politician. Um, the Birdcage, I mean, look, it's Robin Williams. I definitely saw it, like, definitely too too young to see it in theaters, but, like, you know, it's on HBO or something all the time. Yeah, uh, I was so. on, that was a, it was like, I remember a summer, it was all, uh, constantly. It was like that and, like, the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Were, like, <laughs> on constantly. So, like, that. that's a classic. Um, La Cage all. La Cage Falls. Falls. La Cage Falls. Omelette du fromage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like. Also, wasn't really aware that that was a film. 
Um, but I watched that on Tubi. Uh, Tubi, free TV. Tubi! Uh, this is speaking of conservative radio, the same place I, I watched half of The Trump Prophecy. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is a terrible, terrible film. Terrible. Um, I bet it is. Oh, it's bad. It's like a That's what, but I'll tell you what, I prefer those terrible conspiracy films mm -hmm. more, more than I prefer real ones. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I think, I think it's called, like, I Hate This Place, but it's an HBO Max documentary about January 6th, and this is guy, Andrew... Callahan, who does like the Channel Five, um, Andrew Tate made a documentary, guys. Mm, it was called "Live from Romanian Prison." Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, shit was good. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, just so you can date this episode, the Forty Nine ers just won <laughs> against uh, the Seattle Seahawks mm -hmm. in the Wild Card Saturday. Wild stuff. Forty-one to twenty-three. Hope you have your bets in. Yeah, but yeah, watching uh, Lacajo Falls. Um, striking. How similar these Oh, movies. it's the same movie. Mm -hmm. The only thing, but it's, I mean, you start off the, the whole movie, I, what I found so fascinating, I mean, we could just go right into it. Sure. Was, I, I'm mostly going to talk about the birdcage, because, okay. I mean. Why not? It's like a classic at this point, and Lakaja Falls, I bet most people watching this don't even realize that that was a remake. Yeah. So, including you. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. Like, That's... until I brought it up. Like, it was like, yeah, well, that was a remake. Like, we could do that. Um, but the. I, it's funny, like, you have, as funny as this movie is, and you kind of sit back and realize, Robin Williams is the straight man in this movie. Like, he's yeah, the one, he's, he's, he's not the wacky one. He is the grounding figure. The grounding of everything. Yeah. In, I mean, between the two films, I think even more so than um, the original actor. Well, yes. Well, just really quick. Before we dive into this, um, let's see, is he the same? Doesn't matter. Um, super quick synopsis. Basically, a openly gay owner of a drag club um, called The Birdcage, and his life partner, who is basically like a star attraction at that club, they live together in an apartment above the club. Um, the owner's son basically reveals that he's getting married to um, a woman, um, and this woman happens to be the daughter of a prominent conservative politician. Um, the club owner and his partner try to figure out, like, how are they going to present themselves, uh, gay people, um, to this um, homophobe? Yeah. Is that a better word? Well, uh, a forced homophobe. Yeah, yeah, definitely, like, by political. Yeah, politically enforced polit homophobe. Based on scandal. Right. Like, a previous scandal uh, yeah, of an associate. Scandal, which I think, uh, I think the remake. I love the way they like, like update. The yeah, it's exactly. Even, it's even better. Um, yeah. So then they have to decide like how are we going to present themselves, and they basically choose to present themselves as heterosexual. Really, the partner is supposed to get lost. Yeah. <laughs> While the owner and his uh, previous wife, because at one point he tried to fake the funk, um, pass themselves off as a yeah, as a married couple. As a married even couple. though I think aren't they just wasn't it a one night it, stand? I think in the birdcage it was a... Uh, I think in the birdcage might be. I don't know what it... I don't remember what it is. If it's a one-night stand in the birdcage, or if it's uh Or they were married, but I know in La Caja Falls it was a one-night stand. Okay, yeah. Alright, so, either way. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter. Somebody he hooked up with... They're not something. married. Exactly. They're but not they're, they were gonna... The plan was for um, the partner to get lost... And then 
the mother and father to pretend like they're Ozzie and Harriet. Totally. So appease this this right wing uh, right wing uh, political figure. Totally. And that doesn't happen because the partner shows up dressed as a woman and tries to pass himself off as yes. a woman th throughout this dinner. As the child's mother. Yep. And uh, hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. In both movies in basically the same way. And yes. We'll talk about that. Yes, of course. I mean, the I I usually don't go for this kind of movie. And mm -hmm. Not like in the, the gay <laughs> yeah. way of saying that. But yeah, I mean, like in the... I can't stand, for the most part, most movies that are like mistaken identity. Yeah. Like I can't... I just don't... Like this one's not really because it's like... It's more farce than anything. Right. But it's... It's in the same. The reason why I don't like it is because you know that they're gonna have to find out, or right. else it's like a Chekhov's gun. You right. know, like he's if he's in drag, at the end you're gonna have to find out that he's not a woman. Yes. So it's and like I, okay. So how do we get to it? I think yes. Typically, I wouldn't like that either. But I think the way they resolve it yes actually it makes it all like kind of worth it. Yes, it know? does. With a some like it hot ending. Type yeah, of, like, yeah. Is, I love some. Yeah, that's a great film. It is that they force them to be uh, in drag with all the other drag queens. <laughs> so good. Uh, and also Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, just on a side note, I saw like like uh, a commercial for the Some Like It Hot. Some like it. Yeah. On uh, it's on Broadway. Okay. And the songs on it, like it's just so stupid. <laughs> it's just like Some Like It Hot, and that ain't bad. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> like oh. There's a, this is an obscure reference, so I played this video game called Overwatch, and there's a uh, map on it called Hollywood, and in this game there's like cyborgs and shit, so there's a poster for Some Like It Bot, because <laughs> it's like a cyborg okay. with the wig kind of popping off, and it's, it's a yeah. whole thing. I love fucking references, man. Imagine, it's like that's how you have to, you have to join a jazz band to, to like get in with robots. Yeah. <laughs> like a robot jazz band. <laughs> It's like, yo, you sure you're a robot? Nah, I'm nah, not. I am a robot. <laughs> now you have to have sex with one. Yeah, hey, you definitely got to bang a robot. That's just how it works. Yeah, that's just, obviously, that's just the you way gotta it works. You got an interface. It's like Avatar. You got to combine wires. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this, yeah, the, I mean, where do we start? So, I think you, you were going in a good place. And I want to I bring us back there. So, in the original film, the 78 film, Ugo... Tognazzi plays Renato Baldi. No. Who's the uh, club owner of La Caja oh, Falls? La Caja Falls. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to fuck that up a lot. And in it's okay. the 96 film, we got Robin Williams, who is playing Armand Goldman. Are you upset? But let me tell you why. First of all, you're only the owner of the birdcage. Yes. So Arguably, Robin Williams at his hairiest, by the way. Definitely at uh, his hairiest. Maybe Jumanji, he comes in. Uh, he is, yeah. He's quite in the beginning. Like, when he comes out of Jum Jumanji, yes. Yeah. You're, right, you're right. That might win. Yeah, that's... But it's... That's it, it, the Oscar. It's close. It's close. That's the Oscar. But, but you're making Williams, a good point, though, I think, before I... What? Ever be being a, uh, the street man? Yes. Yes. He is. I mean, it's... And it's so funny, like, this guy... And th that's what they really played up in the... The trailer for it initially, when I first saw, it was 
like him doing the like when he's giving the notes as yeah. the fussy, 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 Madonna, Madonna, and then that whole thing of really the uh, only time he that's it goes there. That's it. The rest yeah. of it, he's like, but and I think it's like so good, so great on his part because he could be so eccentric oh, yeah. and so crazy and over the top, but Nathan Lane's already doing that, right? And it's so like it's so as. That's how good Robin yeah. Williams is. Is that he's like, no, no, mm-hmm. I'm taking the back seat. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, you drive. Like, yeah. I think it's so much better, and it works so much more. Yes, because Nathan Lane is phenomenal. He in this is movie. What, what's interesting is, um, after seeing like the producers, which is the episode we did before, like Nathan Lane could play either way. Yes, as well. He so, absolutely like, can. Choosing to go the Nathan Lane route, which I think was the right call. Yeah. For this film, like, was. Even more fun. Yes, I think it is too. Yeah, and I, it's also like, it, and then Hank Azaria constantly just scene <laughs> stealing every <laughs> second, and Hank Azaria's third best role is this movie. Yeah, behind Brockmire, which if you guys have never seen Brockmire, get on that, and then anything in The Simpsons. Right. Well, just because we're gonna talk about all this shit, um, in um, <clears throat> the '78 film, Michael Serrault plays Alvin. Mugot, who is Zaza Napoli. Ah, toi, t'es toi, hein? C'est à cause de toi que j'en suis là. Regarde que je suis devenu par ta faute. Par une langue humaine. Une langue humaine. Une épave, un déchet. Um, and Nathan Lane is Albert Goldman. That sarcastic, contemptuous tone that means you know everything because you're a man and I know nothing because I'm a woman. You're not a woman. Oh, you bastard. Yeah, so... You know, that's your your owner, your partner situation. Yes. You brought up Hank Azaria, so we were going to talk about it. The whole time I'm watching that movie, too, I'm like, this is a great life. <laughs> like, it is a great life. I can live this life. Hank Azaria is Agador um, Spartacus, which is a great fun Yes, movie. that's a great thing. I do everybody take it easy. Whatever. Yes, he's got the list, too. And I'm not gonna remember. Uh, I think it's a uh, Benny Lucas Jacob who would be Benny Lucas. Okay, I believe. Um, yes. I'm not gonna sweat it, but like you're right. Like that to me, um, the scene change, right? So the first film, France. Yes. You know, I think what the Birdcage does subtly, because like you're saying, the trailer is like so over the top. Yeah, it's so over the top. But like when you're actually watching the film, they make a lot of smart choices, like putting it in South Beach. Yeah, South Beach is brilliant. And then it's like South Beach and the Riviera. Yeah. Like, these two locations that are like, yeah, man, like, of course. Like, it's so good that they just put it at South Beach. Because if you put it in San Francisco, it's like, okay. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's like, all right. But now you also get, like, the Cuban influence of South Beach, but mm-hmm. also the perfect weather of South Beach. So, it's like, there's a different flavor to it. And it's like, that place would exist there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 100%. I just, I like that, because for the French film, where I guess I would struggle watching it is, Conceptually, 1978 France. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. They're, but that's, I also find that stuff interesting. But yeah. I, because that's, that's a time capsule that you'll never, never be a part of. Right. Know? So you'll never know. You'll never see it. Yep. Um, but they, the fact of them doing that in, like, the French Riviera, that, I like, there are some cheap jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, in both, but it's. It's not over the top. Like, that's what the trailer made it out to be like, isn't this, like, to prove to, to, like, 
It was basically like selling it to the home improvement crowd. Yeah. You know, like, oh, this is... Yeah, how, how do we get my dad to watch the Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Mom and dad conservative in Iowa watching. Mm -hmm. oh, it's like, so it's like, so the jokes in the, the trailer are so over the top, and it's like, and by today's standards, you're like, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like... What's, what's good about the sort of modernizing of this film is that like a lot of the jokes that really land are actually more at the expense of the conservatives. Yeah. Right? Like uh, when Nathan Lane has a line about abortion, just kill the mother. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like what's so wild is that these films, you know, you probably have to change things up, but like this film worked in 1978. This film worked in '96. Yeah, this film could work right now. I was tell, I was saying that would it work? Like, would it? I think it would because the over the, the underlying put it. Yeah, I think it would. You know, you put them in like I don't know anything about Bluxy, but like like you put it in Mississippi and like yeah, maybe you could do it again. Yeah, you know? I yeah, I don't know. I think it would on some. I think it would work on some level because the underlying like the underlying thing, like the way even the way they they shoot the whole thing mm -hmm. that. Uh, like I was just saying before, like it's pretty nice life. Like I could, like who would not like to live that life? Like I could own a cabaret. Like if if we, I owned, if you owned a cabaret, and I was like your star drag queen. We just hung out and fucked all day on a on a white beach, and then drank mai tais by the beach. Uh, who wouldn't like to live that life? Other than maybe he wouldn't want to have sex with the person, but that's about it. Like yeah. you know what? What sacrifices must be made? What's great about it too is is that is what's amazing about it is that like these people who are living a fantastic what life. What do you mean these people? Like, <laughs> these characters in the in the films who are living this fantastic life have to like pretend like there's something else when it's like what's wrong? Yes, with with all of this and owning a club, being like independently wealthy, independently wealthy from a club. That you work hard doing, right? You pay your taxes, and you're the star of and it, and you're the and and your partner's the star of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess well, they both own yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I put it like a mutual thing. Yeah. Yes, and you're having a great time. Yeah. The hell's the problem? I don't know. You got a son. You love your son. Right. I don't know. And, and you know, like that ultimately is the story. Like, you know, obviously this. Uh, is having to like change who you are to try to fit in. Yeah, that's why I think it would work. Is because that underlying theme of yeah. like, I am who I am. Right. Like, which is actually when the song was from the Broadway. Yes. Uh, uh, runs of. Uh, oh, I think case. that was. I think you're thinking of Popeye. <laughs> I am what I am. I am is what I am. That's um, all that I am. Because he is what he is. He, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, that is the story though. Like. He loves his son so much, and so does his partner, that they're willing to jump through any hoop possible. Yes, but there's like that's what it is too. Like you can't have him. What I like about Robin Williams is he does that. Um, there's the scene. What he does, like why he also can't be like so over the top flamboyant mm -hmm. and like be with. I'm not only can you not have both him and Nathan Lane doing that, right? But he, that he. Somewhat, he has, he's tough, he's the one in a really hard position. Right. Because he's like, I love my son, I love, I love Albert. Right. So, I gotta, and basically he turns to Albert, he's like, fuck this. Like, yeah. I don't wanna, I'm, like, you're more important to me than this fucking bullshit. Like, right. I love my son, but he'll fucking understand. Like, right. we're, like, nope. He has that moment where he's like, 
he's the adult. Yeah. Out yeah. of all the people in this movie, he's the adult. That's true. By far. I, yeah, and constantly... In both of them. In both of them, in both I was going to say, yes. yeah. In both of them, it's constantly grounded with um, the responsibility of his position, like being the club owner, being kind of like the person running the show, yes. and how that carries over in his life. Yes, um, but also it just carries over, like, it's... He's the father to this right. kid. And he's like, listen, right. like I'm not gonna jump through hoops. Like, how dare like if these people don't accept our style, fuck them. I don't yeah. care. Like, and he's he's got the right attitude of that whole thing. But that one moment, then he's like, oh, I wouldn't ask you to do that. Right. And so, blah blah blah. And then that's when all of this happens. And then they have the moment of like that she comes in dressed as the mom, and which is <laughs> which is so good. Fucking hilarious. But and it's also Nathan Lane. I've seen less attractive older women than Nathan Lane is. No, yeah. Even that part, right? Like, because you have this drag queen who has the stage performance where the the costuming is very specific. They chose, like, this is what a conservative housewife yes. would wear. Yes. With the, with the cut and everything. Like, yep. the fact that he went and was like, yeah, this is about right. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're like... Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. To the point that um, that they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, this is traditional. Yeah, this is definitely, this is conservative as conservative could possibly be. And dead on. Yeah. Rightfully so. It's like Hillary Clinton. Kind of like fucking Barbara Bush. Clinton, yeah, Hillary yeah. Clinton with muted colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty, uh, pretty entertaining that way. And a lot of the jokes, like like you said, they're not really cheap. Um I mean, there are cheap jokes, but like in both there films, are. for the most part, like it is like this human yes. story, and I, I think that like some of the scenes, which I think get elevated in the remake, are when they're trying to like kind of butch themselves up. Yes, you know, I think that for certain, in a certain aspect, like I like the scene where they're like making toast yes. in both films. I think. Uh, the French film plays it a little bit more straight. French you know? toast. In the French yeah, it's French toast. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking good. <laughs> and Nathan Lane was like, I don't know, maybe it's like the language barrier or something like that, but like Nathan Lane was like, oh, you know. Yeah. Like, he's like, you're right, I can just get more toast. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, all the scenes where they're trying to be like more masculine are like pretty fucking Yeah, funny. it's pretty funny. Especially... Yes, I will give it that, that it's so funny, like, because if, but it, it's, it's funny, but it's also like, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you have to be. Yeah, like, exactly, like, I think that they're overcorrected. Yes, it's overcorrected. I just, that's the part, that's the kind of parts that I don't know if it would work, mm. like, today. Uh, it depends on how you do it. Like, yeah, I don't know, I can see it going both ways, like, this is great. Mm -hmm. And then I can also see people like, this is a bit much. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure from a retro versus remake perspective, there's a lot of different ways that we could play this type of film. Like oh, you could absolutely. At some point, watch She's the Man, the Amanda Bynes classic. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a, that's a remake. But, like, well, yeah, there's ways to well, do that it. Well, that is a remake. Yeah. It is. It is. Twelfth Night. That, and um, also, was it the 80s? It was the 80s film, too. Oh, that w yeah, there is one. Yeah. No, that She's the Man is Amanda Bynes. There's another 80s. It doesn't matter. Hey, it doesn't matter. But yes, we do ladybugs. I, it was like one of the boys or something like that. I don't know. Just one of the guys. Just one of the guys. Some shit like that. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. So we're talking about the birdcage. The birdcage. <laughs> but I was just saying that, like, you could do something like that. You know, you could change the couple. You could make it. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, you could do this again. But why would you at this point when you have... Did you think about when yes, and Gene Hackman too. Yeah, I was Gene. kinda like, why would Gene Hackman do this movie? Yeah. Because Gene Hackman is like a known curmudgeon. That's true. And he playing this role where he's he's not a bigot, but he, he's playing the role that's playing a role of a bigot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> of family values and stuff. People don't remember. People don't remember a time before gay marriage was legal. That's true. What, 2013? Yeah, so this is, <laughs> what, 16 years before? Yeah. And... I don't know, because, like, I, Gene is kind of built for it. Um, he is. Oh, he's a perfect casting. I just don't know why he did it. Right. That, that is a good question. Um, in the, I love Gene Hackman. He's amazing. In the 78 film, Michelle Galabru plays Simon Charrier. Um, who's like this conservative politician going through a scandal. Uh, Gene Hackman is Senator Kevin Keeley. That's the best name, too. That's the it's perfect Kevin name Keeley? for a conservative senator. Kevin Keeley? Yeah, it's Kevin Keeley. Senator Kevin Keeley. It's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. That guy is against abortion. Oh, 100%. What's, uh, what's great about both films, I think that, to a certain extent, the original film dives like slightly deeper into like the politics which is irrelevant yeah which is why i'm sure some of those cuts were made but like we get a lot of time with uh michelle's character and the scandal that happens with president yes. and being with the underage yeah the uh, underage black prostitute. prostitute yes is it dead they're were they dead i think that could be an aspect i don't i don't really recall i don't remember either but it doesn't matter yeah. But I, when that was happening, all I kept thinking was, was, this is what happens when you don't take the the, uh, the corruption route in Godfather 2. Right. Like, this is what happens. Like, this girl had no name. Right. No one will miss her. Yep. Like, if you, did it, if you said no to the Corleones, this is what happens. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's a great point. I know. Thank you. I make a, you know, I make sound make, points. making points. I make you're sound points. points. But French toast. Now this. You know, like, the Hackman factor, though, just modernizing it, making him a senator, like, really playing up the conservatism. Yes. And playing it as, like, a joke. As a joke, because it's, like, it's also, it's, the movie itself is kind of like, Rob, again, this is why Rob Williams is great. He's kind of the one in the middle. Right. Like, he's not that, and right. he's certainly not that, right. but he can understand where they're coming from. Totally. And he's the one kind of in the middle. What? And the son is kind of in the middle. And the daughter. What? And Mrs. Indiana Jones. Well, it's kind of like... Felicity herself. Felicity no, not Felicity. Uh, uh, Allie McBeal. Oh, yeah. Which, like, um... Is, is kind of the point that he, more than anyone, can recognize why they're in this position. Yes. He's like, okay. Like, he doesn't love it. And like you said, he, he has that moment it. of clarity. But he's like, okay, I get why this conservative politician is going to have a problem with us being, like, queer uh, club owners. Yeah. Right? So, like, he, he he's seeing all the angles in a way where, like, Nathan Lane, to your, going back to your point, where Nathan Lane can lean into um, the flamboyancy of this character. Yeah. Um, the flamboyant nature of this character. Rob Williams like, how do I finesse yes, this? How do I steer this ship? Right into, yeah. Yeah. And I agree. It's... 
I don't know, it's, I don't know, the whole time I'm watching this movie is like, I would never give a fuck. Right. Like, I would just, I would have to literally have a conversation, like, if I was with my, my fiancé, I'd be like, okay, yeah. so you're going to have to explain this. I'll be there, right? but you're going to have to explain this to your right. parents. Like, I'm actually, I'm going to have to do that with my parents now, and they don't own a drag club. Right. So right. I'm going to have to, like, we got a lot of things to discuss here. We got a... Don't mention this. Yep. We're not going to talk about that. And, uh, yeah, we're going to aim that way. Yeah. So, yeah. There's plenty of things to be embarrassed. Everyone's embarrassed by their parents. By definition. By definition, for sure. And also, um, which I guess could be sort of like a bit of a plot <laughs> hole in both films is, how long do you think you're going to be able to keep this up? Yeah, exactly. What's What do you think is going to happen on Christmas, on New Year, like right. whenever you meet, see each yeah. other, once, twice a year, you're going to have to do this all the time? Like, you think that the press isn't going to find out that Senator Kelly's daughter is married to a boy whose parents are gay club owners? Yeah, exactly. Do you not think this is good? I mean, I know this is before Google. Right. But if he ever makes, which he has in full intentions of running for president. Right. Like, they're going to do a background check. That's mm -hmm. coming up. Because they're not even trying to hide it. No. No. Like, the which is kind of why it's like a comedy and why you don't really take it at face value. You can't. You, you really can't. Um, the idea that we're going to pretend for this one dinner. Yes. That this is your mother. And we're not going to think about any of the future consequences. Yes. That's why, that's why these movies annoy me. Yeah. That, but in this I, in this case, I give it a pass. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, that's why this shit annoys me. Yeah. Because it's like, really? You're not going to... This is not going to come up again? That totally. this is not my brother? You know, like... Exactly. The, the fact that it's a comedy allows you to yeah. compartmentalize and... To some degree. But even that, I think, I'm just like... It's lazy. Mm -hmm. It can be. It really can be. And... I don't know, like, Gene Hackman, he's just... I just, I generally think Nathan Lane's just so funny in this He's movie. so fucking good. He's so funny. He's so This is, it's this and the producers. Yeah, the producers. <laughs> and then he does one episode of 30 Rock that he's hilarious yeah. for. Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane, fucking New Jersey treasure. Fucking amazing. This one, <laughs> here's to your soul. Yeah. Oh, wait, he's not that? Oh. Nah, he's yeah. so around. I'm here for Robert Juice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I think that the one thing I wish we got more of, because we see a little bit more of, like, the Zaza character in um, the French film. Like, uh, kind of, huh, not really that much more, but, like, you see it kind of at work a little bit more in, like, costume and stuff like yeah. that that we don't get from Nathan Lane. I was kind of looking forward to it after watching. That was, yeah, that was the only thing, like, that was one of the problems that I had with the movie. It's like... Really, this is the star attraction? Yeah. Nathan Lane. Right, right, right. Like, that's... If you, if you said that Hank Azaria was... Sure. Even though that's, but that's the whole thing, is that he wants to be. Right, right. I would believe it with Hank Azaria. Totally. But... Well, they, they, Nathan Lane, I mean... Yeah. Well, this one, he's kind of frumpy. Yeah. Like, he's a frumpy... Granted, I mean... Then again, you could look at Divine from the John Waters movies. True. And that's a great point. Doesn't... Not exactly what you'd expect, so maybe I. I what do I know? What do I know? Hard to say. What do I know? Hard to say. Uh, like uh, even, you know, somebody dressed in like the scene where he's like, "Fossey, Fossey, yes. done." Where he's like, you know, you can't just be twenty-two and hung. You know yes. what I mean? Like you have to have panache. Uh, yeah. 
22 and hug. That's a great... But, I'm going to say that yeah, to people all the time, yeah. though. Like, and that's kind of why I wish... You should be 22 and hug. Outside of the dinner, we got to see more of Nathan work. Yeah, I would think... Character. I just wanted to follow them around. I kind of yeah. just wanted to live that life. It made me... Like, I went down to... A few years ago, I went down to uh, Key West. Mm-hmm. That fucking... That, ta- that island... Like, time doesn't matter there. Oh, no. And no one has a real job. Like, everything is just... It's just, uh, it's beautiful. Well, like, like everyone has, like, three jobs. It's like, I'm a bar back, I'm a, I'm a lifeguard, and I'm a tour guide. You're like, okay, it was great. Yeah, that, that was like, um, you know, we talked about it a bit, but, like, when I went to, uh, I was recently in Hawaii, and I was just sitting there, I was like, yeah, you know what, I kind of like this, ain't shit to do. Exactly. Ain't shit to do. Just it's like, the weather's beautiful. Why isn't everyone here? I, yeah, that I can't figure out. It's just, like... Don't tell everyone because it's yeah. Don't tell everyone. Nice. That's why in Key West too, it's like this is beautiful. Like, and, and no one gives a shit who you're fucking. Like, that's the way it should be. It's but it's it's a different yeah. The conservative road of like, how would you not find out about this? And yeah. even if they don't, you could, even if it comes out like down to further on down the road, eventually. Then this is uh, honestly not looking through the scope of 1996 and not 2023. But back then, the big thing was that if you got were in the hospital and you got sick, yeah. that you didn't have the rights that a married couple has. Right. That was that, a big, that was a huge deal. Like you couldn't make you couldn't be making decisions about their DNR or something like that. That was a big or, part of the that fight. Was a big, I so that. if something happened, if if they they weren't exactly not that they were old in the movie, but you know you're talking twenty years in the future of that future. Right. It's going to come up later on, and now you're going to look like a fucking dickhead like to these up. conservative parents. And it's not like they're cool, so they're going <laughs> to understand. They're going to, like, oh, I'm now whoever, Albert's dying in a hospital bed, and I can't do shit about it. Right, like, right. Yeah, it, it's interesting, because, like, re-watching both of these films, um, with the current state of, I guess, the political world and, like, how much more acceptance there is of... Uh, uh, gay people, gay culture, and all that stuff, but still with that conservative undercurrent of, yeah. but nah, but you know not, what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Oh, you gotta tell me your pronouns and stuff. It's really not that difficult. It, it's not that hard. It's kind of like if someone asks, "Hey, my name is Reggie." It's like, yeah. okay, I guess I'll call you Reggie. Now. Yeah, instead, instead of, of fucking Frank. Yeah, it's you know like, I, mean? I don't like, go by Daniel. Like I go by Dan. Oh, okay. At a certain That's point, about it. at a certain point, if someone tells you, "Hey, this is." what I go by and you're like not doing it aren't you the dick yeah you're just a dick though but I understand if you mess up like when people call me Danny this is not Greece no no like, I get this it. is I'm not fucking John Travolta in Greece but I don't really correct them sure well you after know, a while I will you know it's like one of those things where like you're not actively yeah trying to fuck up and I also don't give a fuck yeah that's 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 another either here nor there but I would would you how far I was thinking about this. How far would you go into this movie uh, that you would put on this farce? Um, I was about as long as they did. Yeah, I think I would probably go pretty far. About, about, I would look at that. If someone said that to me, I'm waiting for that to happen in my life, to be honest. As much as I despise, I say that with all reverence to this movie. Right. I despise these type of movies. Um, I want that to happen in my life. Right. right. Like, Dan, you have to pretend to be a fucking congressman or something. I think it would just be fucking 
fun for a be, little bit. It would be so fun that I just get to do this, and you'd be you'd be shocked about how good I was at it. I think. Oh, like I, I'd be pulling stories out. I remember this one time. Like if we <laughs> if we were like reverse, that I was like I had to play the role of a congressman. I'd be coming up with fucking stories. Like no. I remember on our first campaign, and you'd be like, yeah. "What the fuck is Dan talking it's about?" It's so good. So good. Even like um some of the jokes in the film when they go through the back and forth about their last name. Yes. Uh, Goldman, Goldman and Coleman. Coleman. That's also another big part that people are like, mm, they they hide the Jewishness. Right, right. And and that's funny enough that that could be a friction point. Yes. No, as well. Nobody even thinks about it. So funny, man. Like, I think just the, somehow the, both of these films, with the level of, the humor works so well in both these films, the ridiculous nature of the scandal. Oh, yeah. For the political party. Is so over the top. Yes. But again, played straight. Like Gene Hackman is also the straight man. Yes, he is. And He's the, the straighter man. <laughs> he is the straighter man. He's the stuff shirt. To the point where actually he's just ignorant. Yes. To what's happening around him. Like he can't see that he's talking to another man. Yes. He's like, this this person fits the ideals of like And I was like, it's not not even really close. No. Like it's, it's, not really passing, by the way. It's like, it's part of the fun. She's a handsome gal, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know it's part of the fun, but it's like, oh, when's the wig going to come off? Right, like, right. Uh, You're kind of waiting for that moment. And, like, there's all these uh, all these moments in both films where maybe this is the moment. Maybe this is the moment when the plates have, are these people wrestling? It's yes. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, that could be a moment. In the, the pantry or whatever, there's the, the statue. Yes. You know. The, I love that statue. It's so funny. Yeah, I would love to have that, a piece of memorabilia from the movie. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be that. that would be great. That would be like, if, imagine like if I just gave that to you for Christmas. I could imagine. Like, you yeah, it's just in your, yeah, I would. <laughs> I would. It's, it's like in your bathroom. Um, it's like the toilet paper rolls on and shit. Like, uh, I, yeah, it's too good. I would love, that would be. I do want that to happen in my life one time. I want someone to come up to me with a proposal. Like, guess what? Bad news. I got. Turns out, you gotta pretend to be a fucking woman for this dinner. Okay, oh, man. Like, oh, I'm man. gonna take one look at my beard. I'm gonna have to shave it off and be like, well, we've been together a long time, friends. Yeah, yeah. I just uh. Also, Robin Williams pretending to be a Greek. Perfect. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah, that is actually perfect. Perfect. That's Coleman. Not a Greek name, but okay. Well, Good when, enough. When we're in Greece, yeah, we're and when we're <laughs> yes, but he has like all the arm hair that a fucking diner owner should have. It, it's pretty fucking funny. I just um, going back to this like dynamic, and I I think that I like that they underplayed a bit. There's like some moments where uh. Don't age is great that like I think yeah. the newer film actually handles better like the fact that like um, Albert gets hit, yes. you know, by um, what the fuck is Robin Williams' character? Uh, Coleman. Yeah, Coleman. <laughs> f- yeah, whatever. By the, the Al- main... Not Albert. Uh, whatever his name doesn't matter. Robin yeah. Williams. Yeah, Robin was like like they don't really delve into that in the remake. The way that they do in the original, where like he actually takes the hit, mm-hmm. you know, it's just implied. And, like I'm, I kind of appreciate they keep that sort of 
the integrity of the story in that way that like it's alluded to. Yeah. But like we don't need to see we don't Robin Williams hitting Nathan Lane. Yeah, because then it becomes cruel. Mm -hmm. Right. And what makes this film work is that the cruel people are the ones trying to keep yeah. this like traditional <laughs> yeah, so value. Yeah, no matter how, how you cut it, he's it's they're great people. Yeah. You know, like and that's and and if that even the joke of because you want him to go oh like yeah. you want that right but because it's so funny to like have him scream like that right but I don't care how you cut it that's he's hitting a hitting right. a guy it's right. the domestic violence you yeah. can't have it. in the nineties you know I guess it was less right but, right but yeah I mean apparently two men you could have hit the, you could have done it and it would have like. Still worked and landed. Wouldn't have been a problem in the film. Yeah, that time. But like, I don't. I, I feel like this. Uh, I mean, it is, but it's. I feel like we're not erring, erring on the side of wokeness on this podcast. Right, nah. It's just kind of like, hey, I don't know. Don't, don't hit people. Right. Don't. Oh, don't shit. hit. Don't, don't fuck whoever you want. How about that? Don't hit people. Wow, that's yeah, that's, that's a revelation. I know. Revelation. That, that I like that gene happen. Coming and slapping that Diane Weiss. Yeah, tr true. Like that. That's kind of um. Weiss. 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 I don't know. That's kind of like the point of it all, right? Like we're seeing this sort of Hackman conservative politician in these low moments, like like hiding himself yes. because of the scandal, trying to go out like the uh, the ladder yeah. and not have the press see him and all that stuff. There's not really a moment. Where they deserve any sympathy. No. And yet our main characters here, Robin Williams and Nathan Lane, when they're confronted with this problem, like the press is out there, they give them the out. Yeah. They could have just been like, fuck you. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Here he yeah, is. That's, right here. But that's the high road. That's, right. that's just the, the writing. Is that you're, you need these characters who are morally, morally terrible people right. to be the good people. Right, you know, it's it's like anything else that you're like, oh, what are we gonna do? I know what we could do. Let's flip this around. Yeah, and, and it works. It's, yeah, so. it's still like pretty powerful. In that moment, you get so many different things. Uh, like at this point, we're talking about the ending of the yes. film. Like at at this dinner, um, the the ex shows up. Yes, and she's coming in obviously because no because. Uh, this is uh, this is why the reason why this movie wouldn't work today mm -hmm. is because of technology. Oh yeah, it would not work because of cell phones. She would have got that. She would have got that phone call. She would have got that. She'd be like, "Do not come." Mm -hmm. And and then the second one is a Google search will know everything yeah. about this guy. That's true. So I think like the technology thing you could work around. Like maybe she's kind of hapless, which you could play, and she didn't charge her phone. Yeah, like, you could still get away with that. But the Google search. Ah, that's the first yeah. thing a senator would do in this situation. Yes. Uh, not Maybe not his, but his secretary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody would find out about this. The press would find out about it. The press would find out before that he would. Yeah, yeah. And um, you get that scene where, like, the the ex shows up. Yes. Where everything falls apart. Everything falls apart. But as it falls apart, and the senator, or, yeah, in both films, really. Let's just call him the senator. Um... When I call Gene Hackman in both films. I don't give a shit. Fuck yeah. That's fine. When Gene Hackman <laughs> discovers that he's been tricked, he really can't do anything about it because he's now you're, confronted with Yeah, you're involved in the scandal now. Correct. Correct. And it's like scandal on top of scandal. Gene Hackman's freaking out. And what do they do? Say, hey, look. 
because uh, the press locked them in. It was like, well, there's one way out for you. Yeah. And it's through the front door. And how do you do that? Dress them in drag. Dress them in drag. It is a fantastic turn, yeah. fantastic ending because you get the joke, the which joke. is what the movie's been doing. Yes, it's been setting up this joke the mm -hmm. whole time. It's like, is it? Would it be funny if it's conservative president, uh, this conservative president to be or wannabe? Yeah. Has the dress as a woman. Yep. I'm sure that won't come back to haunt him, like uh, Justin Trudeau. Right. <laughs> yeah. In his blackface. Oh, yeah, that. I think he did a Latin face at some point, too. Sure he did. <laughs> well, who did it? Yeah, well, that's a good point. Everyone we all had did. a fez and a vest. Yeah, everyone. Oh, I think he said a Latin. Mm -mm. Not a Latin. Oh. No, I think he uh, he got banged up for an Arabian Nights blackface. Okay. Yep. Well. He was doing the, uh, the Will Smith genie before <laughs> Will Smith. Wow. Yep. That's. Yep. Something. It's so funny every time. About blackface? I know. Yeah. It really is. Every time. Yeah, because, like, how is there so much blackface just yeah, out like, there? Oh, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't a thing. Like, it was like the jazz singer, like Al Jolson. True. Like the, ooh. That was like a big thing. It, yeah, no, it was. It was Soul Man. Soul Man. Yeah. Um, uh, Jimmy Ted. Kimmel playing um, fucking Carl Malone. Yep. Yep. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. And uh, was it Joe? Always Sunny. Uh, yeah, and Frank. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert. That well, that's that one was that's clever. But that, that was, was that's the whole joke. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole joke. Is that like how the fuck? Yeah. But uh, what's I'm his name? Frank Duke pretend to be the other dude. <laughs> uh, Frank Caliendo being uh, Charles Barkley. Oh yeah. Damn. Two, two basketball players. Yeah. Uh, a lot of blackface. Yes. Yeah. But not enough drag. Not enough drag sets. That's a good point. That's what we're saying this whole movie. But like the the Gene Hackman, you know, in drag, miserable. Miserable, yeah. Miserable, but yeah, like horrible. Having to do it. You know? Having to do it, and but like also he clearly looks like Gene Hackman in mm -hmm. drag. This hundred percent. Like, like you would never. Not, you're not fooling anyone. If you were yeah. looking for that senator. Yeah, yeah. There he is. Yep. There he is. Like it's like they want me to think that I wouldn't recognize Ted Cruz. Yeah. In drag. Exactly. Like, which would actually just be Nathan Lane. Uh, <laughs> oh! That's it, folks. That's it for us. See you later. <laughs> a walk off. <laughs> a walk off. Home run. Dan's coming around third. He did it. He did it. He made it. Oh. Ted Cruz joke. Ted Cruz joke. Uh, the Zodiac himself. Mm. Um, Zodiac killer. Donald Did, I know this was months ago, and mm -hmm. I don't think we talked about it. Him in Yankee Stadium. Oh, and the, is the when he got booed. Thing that's the, the most New York shit. That's the most I, New York. I, I that's why it. I love New York sometimes. Man. New York never lets you down. It really doesn't. They just tell you exactly what it is. Yep. Like, go fuck yourself. And like, and, several of the people in the crowd actually like agree with his politics. We're like, mm, it doesn't matter. Not here. Not, not here. I don't. Not at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And then there's like thirty. Like 30,000 people giving you the finger? Yeah. See, because he's getting it from both angles, right? He's getting the fuck you because you're Ted Cruz. And, and you're also. From three angles. Yep. He's got the fuck you because you're Ted Cruz. Yep. Fuck you because fuck you. Right. That's why. That... Um, fuck you because you're conservative. Yep. And fuck you because you're from the South. Yeah. <laughs> Those are three things. Well, well, shit, four angles then. Yeah. And fuck you for rooting for the Texans. Oh, yeah. And Yankee Stadium. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your boot wearing bullshit. It's your bullshit. You're getting it all like. You, you know. My what? favorite though of all of them is yeah. "fuck you" because fuck you. Yeah. Because like, you're Ted Cruz, so that, fuck you. That's so good. And you know what's actually kind of funny? Um, 
This is an aside, not to get too political. We're yeah, going all over aside. Because yeah, we can just talk about... All we, basically, you can clearly see these are the same movies. They're the same movies. <laughs> the same so movie. we're, so we, can, we can fill the time with... We, we got this mug from Anthropology. It's pretty uh, nice. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm drinking some Coke Zero. Ah, that's good. This, uh... No sugar? No sugar. No, Reggie. There's no sugar that's added. Wild. What do they use? I don't know, but I'm okay. sure I'll pay for it later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the... Uh, mm -hmm. It was the Coke Zero. <laughs> Like, no one talks about performative conservatism. Like, we always talk about, like, drag and trans and stuff like that. Like, Ted Cruz wears cowboy boots, not because he just wants to wear cowboy boots. He wants to be like, you see, I did the yeah. the masculine something. It's like, that's a, does Ted Cruz, the person, scream masculinity No. You? That's just definitely, like, but that, that's how it works. That's the formula. Like, Jordan... <laughs> yeah. George W. Bush, he's from fucking Connecticut. Yeah, he really is from like Connecticut. Like, he's, he's not from Texas. It's, Where's his draw coming from? Yeah. Oh, what you gotta do? He's cleaning, clearing brush. This motherfucker's a multi-millionaire. He yeah. owned an oil company. Yes, he did. Yes, he, he, did. Didn't, he owned the Texas Rangers. He's never cleared brush yeah. in his life. Him and Johnny Manzo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's like, this is some, some bullshit. It's some bullshit. It's just, it's like, oh. which is why... Left and right. I hate politics in general. Like, I don't. Actually, I'm a huge political nerd and I went to school for it and shit. Um, and lived in D.C. for a long time. That's something you know about me now. But, like, I hate the bullshit. Kind of like how you're saying the Chekhov's gun about, mm -hmm. like, the movies. The fact that, like, this person would be like, ah, green energy. And this person would be like, actually, frack more. It's like, can we have any other angle on this? Yes. Is it really just his Bi left, right, binary, like it's all it's bullshit. So bu so much bullshit. But you show up in cowboy boots, so I vote for you. Yeah, what the it, fuck? It's not dude. If you showed up, like if my fucking senator was wearing cowboy boots, if you showed up to my wedding wearing cowboy boots, yeah. boots, I'd be sitting there with a drink. Like, you wearing cowboy boots to my fucking wedding? Yeah, totally. I. I <laughs> this is crazy, and like, not saying he's like the best president or anything like that, but like. I kind of fuck with like a Bill Clinton, like an Arkansas, kind of like a little good old boy. I'm kind of going to fuck your wife. <laughs> I like a flawed politician, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Who can um, talk his way out of a fucking oh, man. paper bag. Uh, he He's, sure did. He sure did. No, what, sure like, did. how do you take that stance? Oh, how, like, no, I didn't have sex with her. She blew me. Do you consider blowjob of sex? I was not lying on the stand. That's a great, that, great point. That's not Holy shit, he, he fucking it. did it. But see, <laughs> I don't consider a blowjob sex. No, she sucked my dick. That that's the other thing about politics. Clearly, we're way off yeah, the rails. It's all politics, which is fun. We're talking about. Oh yeah, totally. Which is oh, part of the film. Part of the movie. This is all part of the the bullshit. That I mean, it's all about the nonsense bullshit of suppressing your yes. own life. Yes. I mean, that's like as much as people have. Oh, wow, how could you? How could you? Like, you don't think that it's like a. Patriarchal guy's power fantasy. I'm the president of the United States. I'm behind the Oval Office. Fucking my bet. Yeah, like that's crazy. Well, I'm like, smoking a cigar, right? And shoving it in her. And then you gotta pretend like that shit's not kind of funny. Yeah. Like, what, well, the, look, the power dynamic, the Me Too side of it, yeah, it's pretty bad. Pretty yeah, bad. of course. Right, right, right. Of but course. like, the, it, but you get why it happened. If you take the ethics out of it, just the story itself. I'm like, that's kind of fucking cool. A guy got yeah. a blowjob in, in the White House. office. Holy shit. And people are like, what I love, though, and the other side of that, when people are like, the disgrace he brought to that office. It's like, Man. how many people have been killed from that room? That's true. That's true. A lot of you talking about. 
Like, hundreds of thousands of people. I was, weirdly enough, I was watching, um, some show last night called America's Book of Secrets. It's on Discovery Plus. Oh, I know. I know that. With, uh, uh is it fucking, uh, Daniels from, uh, The Wire? Doesn't he do the... He might do that. I think it, it makes sense, actually, now yeah. that you're saying it. It's like, fuck it. I think I it think is. I think it is Cedric Daniels. Like... You know, they're, they're, I could tell you his real name. I just call him the Terminator because he's the most in shape man I've ever seen in my life. Right. But anyway, go ahead. I well, like, you know, they were talking about the White House. Like the first episode was all about the White House and all the secrets and shit. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, this shit's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> they they test the food before it shows up. I'm like, eh. okay. You know, like they, <laughs> funny enough, I guess it's because it's the people they could get. It was like Gerald Ford's kids, who just kept telling these like Gerald Ford anecdotes, and they all made him look like a dumbass. He was like, oh, one night he woke up and walked his dog outside, but he got locked out of the, the White House. House. Which is like, you're like, isn't that funny? I'm like, no, no. your dad's a dumbass. He wasn't yeah. even elected. That, you know, this <laughs> motherfucker, nobody has fallen up more. Oh, than Gerald Ford? Than Gerald Ford. Nobody. Nobody. It's like, yo, that guy, got every office he held, he never got elected. That's a great point. That's a, oh. <laughs> like, like, that's actually the... Full circle. That's yes. actually kind of what's happening in this movie. Exactly. It's yeah. like, oh shit, that guy being the black underage the prostitute. I guess I'm. I guess I'm next in line. Yeah. Uh oh, but now I'm at the bird no, cage. The bird cage. I would, <laughs> that's just, you know, like, as we know, like as, that I'm straight, but I would love to live that life. What they're living. It's like, that seems so great. That's you know, such a good life. All the life. What are we doing here? I don't know. What the fuck are we doing? All of the um. Sort of stereotypes, like the disposable income <laughs> and all that yeah. shit. Like, no, it's kind of dope. Like, you're just hanging out with your boys. And yeah. Like, yeah, you fuck from time to time. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> like, at that point, like, when you're that old, you're not fucking like that. No, no, you're not at that point, you're just like, hanging out. You're hanging out. You're hanging like, out. No, no. You made money. I made money. Yeah. Hey, you want to go somewhere? Sure. Check out this chest hair. Yeah. Chest hair, gold chain. With the fucking arm hair. Oh, man. And he just. And they're living like. They're, and they're like, their house is dope, but it's not like crazy no, dope. No, no, it's like... Especially like 90s wise in South Beach. That, true. That thing is not yeah. that expensive. You uh, brought this up in the um, the It episodes. Like, I don't remember, but go ahead. It doesn't matter. You will remember once I say it. Uh, it's not even as good as like the 90s loft that everyone had. Mm. You know, the like, for some reason you have this giant steel door. Oh, and you yeah, that's the elevator. Like... Like the gate? He, he he's an artist who hasn't sold a painting in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> million dollar property. A million dollar property with fucking pipes exposed. But yeah. I'm like, but no, it's a loft, so it's But but granted, they fucking did. Like when you hear Wilton Defoe talking about like him in New York, like yeah. and we we're staying in this loft, and it was like half a warehouse. It's like that, that's what it was. Like then you watch Rent. Yeah, the, it was true. like you see Rent, like they're like burning. Burning fucking firewood in their like giant loft yeah. apartment in the village. Ridiculous. Like, okay, I you guys got it pretty good. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, someone pisses on your stoop every night. I don't know. So funny. Yeah, <laughs> I would love. That's my ideal. I want to just live in a loft where there's like a fucking attorney, like well, the exposed brick, the exposed brick, and then like the pipe sticking out with like the the wheel on yeah, it, yeah, yeah, like that, that opens a valve somewhere. Oh, so Oh, so that's what I want. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah. So good. And for no reason in the film, like, you find out you have superpowers and you start doing pull-ups on the fucking oh, pipe. Of course. And the pipe never breaks. Never. Never, never breaks. Never, never, never. And I'm, and obviously it's going to be like, 
somewhere I'm going to have meat hooks or something, and those oh, meat yeah. hooks are just to do Mr. T and Rocky 3 pull-ups. Yep. yep. Like, yeah. like, and and That's always, all I use that for. There's always some dumb bun that you just... Of course. You're taking home because you were at the bar, you're like, oh, and then you... And you don't even fuck. You're just like, get out of here. Get I'm dealing here. with something else. She's been she's been there for six days yeah. in a different part of the yeah. loft. Yeah. It's, your shower used to be a fucking foreman's office. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Like, I mean, like, weirdly, the tablecloth is the blueprints to the apartment. Yeah, oh, of course. Of course. More. There have been more Chinese bodies that hit the floor of that <laughs> loft. <laughs> then fucking have hit the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. Like fucking And you definitely have a bar cart. And you're oh, definitely of course there's a bar. And there's only like there's uh, there's like some you'll like there's like a giant poster of like the Pennsylvania Railroad yep. or some yep. shit that you're like, why does he have a Pennsylvania And then there's yep. just like books and then a giant TV and the dopest couch yep. ever. There's nothing else in there. But then when shit hits the fan, you go to the Pennsylvania poster, you tear it down, there's like a little box cut out and you pull out some gold bullion, you're like, this is what I'm gonna need to survive for the next five months. <laughs> you know, a nineties law. A nineties law. Of course. <laughs> yeah, there's a fucking box of bullion in there. Yep, yep. It's uh, <laughs> And then there's also going to be a stash of chicken bullion, but in there, gold bullion cubes. <laughs> oh, oh, I want make a fucking 90s loft. I, you know what else I have the idea yeah. of, like, that I would love to have, like, a giant library? And if I, like, if I mm. ever made it rich, there's, obviously there's going to be a trap door in there. Yeah, of course, yeah, of like, course. And if I don't have that, what am I really doing this doing? for? What am I doing this for? If you're like, rich and... If like, you don't have a secret compartment in a fucking library yeah. in your house, now here's what are you doing? What book would it be that you pull out and it turns all this shit? The birdcage. <laughs> 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 of course. Why not? That's why not. Uh, I would have a snowy day. <laughs> the children's oh wow. <laughs> what was that in? <laughs> Just, uh, well, that was, that was in something. Was it? Yeah, I think oh, it was. Shit. Uh, That's fucking funny. It would be. I don't and know. I just have a Coke stuff. stash back there. <laughs> like Dr. So Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, you know what it'd be? Yeah. It'd be the devil in the white city because he actually had that. So it's like a H.H. Holmes would be like, are you going to kill me? No, just check it out. <laughs> this is my fucking lab. And of course it'd be the lab with like the two sticks with like the lightning going through yeah. it. Like, yeah, you're in a lab. I'm a scientist. Like you're in the fucking prestige. No, of course, yeah, I'm in the prestige. I'm making fucking Frankenstein down here. Oh, uh, we've abandoned this. <laughs> this is, this is uh, become our one. Yeah. It started off like, but then again, we would vacation in South oh, Beach. Of course, I would always course. vacation in South Beach. And they would call me Coleman. <laughs> they call me Coleman. Yo, Coleman is a first name for you? That'd be awesome. Oh, uh, man. Yo, yeah, I'm Coleman Parker. Yeah. It would actually be the cast of Montealba. That's what be the... <laughs> the cask of Montealba. Uh, Montealba. And, and, like, I wouldn't have a way to actually leave, so I would have to hope that someone... Is looking for me and happens to pull. Ooh, that's oh, thank God! <laughs> I don't know why like, I built it like this. <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> no. Thank God. But all this started because yeah, it's a sick life, dude. It's a sick life. Yeah, you got Hank Azaria hanging out. He's Hang twenty-two. Out. He's hung. Talk, he's hung. He's talking about shit. Fussy. Fussy. Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> the, the only other person I want is like I'd want. There, like I need like a fucking. Uh, Lower East Side fucking Dominican hanging out, mm. like, woman hanging out in my fucking. Oh. Talk, talk, I don't mean like shit. Like, yeah, yeah, 
I like, need that shit. Like that chick we saw that one time in the all pink tracksuit yeah. at the cigar. Obviously. I mean, specifically that person. Obviously. With yeah. juicy across the ass, but it's not even spelled correctly. Yeah. <laughs> it's juicy Smollett. Yeah. <laughs> juicy Smollett. <laughs> oh, man. This is, this is good stuff. Yes, man. it's like J-U-S-C-Y. <laughs> I, I'm living vicariously through these, uh, these games. Uh, I would, dude, there. I, that's like, there was... I like I was reading. Not <laughs> this idea. Like I was like reading uh, Brave New World. Okay. And yeah. like the whole thing is like everyone in the beginning is like this utopia, but no one does anything. No one produces any art. Not right. Nothing. But they take like this soma and they're all fucking drugged out. And I was like reading that. I'm like, it's not so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I could live this. Nice. You just go to work. You do your shit. You take the soma. You fucking go to sleep. The fucking this is great. Yeah. Everyone's happy. No one's depressed. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm cool with it. That's why I'm like, watching the, in the beginning, I was like, I can't fucking live in this fucking. Now, I don't blame LeBron anymore. Yeah. Nah. Hey, taking his talents to with South Beach. With the decision, Beach. taking his talents to South Beach, it's like, you're going to, maybe that's what he was doing. He was becoming Coleman. You know what's crazy about um, these films, and we kind of alluded to this a little bit, is just how relevant still this story is. Oh, yeah. Like, well, it's, it's always just suppressing. You gotta, like, suppress who you are to impress your in-laws or whatever stupid shit. Sure, sure. I don't know. I, I, you know what I love, like, as the age that I am, of how unimpressed with people's parents I am? Mm. Like, at this level of my life, whenever I'm with a girl, I'm like, oh, I want to meet your parents. Like, I want you to meet my parents. I am so, like, unintimidated yeah. by you. That's oh, like, yeah. Like, especially, well, granted, maybe some of the girls that I meet, their parents are around my age. But, <laughs> I like, yeah, well. then again, I was like, hey, you remember the OJ, Charles? Yeah. Um, you, you guys see the bird cage? You remember that? Remember when that came out? Wasn't it wild? Anyway, um, but, yeah, but like, literally talking, like, someone tries to intimidate me, like, like a father shaking his head, like, don't you, if you were my daughter, like, I'll kill you. It was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's what will happen. I will fuck you up, old man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, this guy just got his hip replaced. Yeah, I will break your goddamn yeah. hip. Exactly. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I will, you will be at my fucking bookcase. <laughs> you will be at my lab. <laughs> no one will ever find you. My casket on the album. The lab. Doing dubious science at best. Dubious science. It's like the fly is like, what if I. What are you fucking Dan, what are you doing down here? I was trying to figure out if the diner is giving me. If it's actual ginger ale or if it's just Coke and Pepsi mixed together. So why are you down there, guy? Oh, that's a different thing. Why don't you just see if it has caffeine? Fuck! I've wasted three weeks on this. I have all these beakers. All these beakers. Oh man! Oh, this is this is great. Oh, I no, love this is it. actually fucking fantastic. This is great. This, this is, is I'm my shocked life. at how much fun I'm having right yeah, here. This is so much better than if we were actually talking about the bird. Oh, the movie. The movie's yeah. fine. It's, it's, it's fire. Watch it. It's great. It's a problem. You'll love it. And should it, it's kind of the chase. Should this be a remake? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we get into that part? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely should be a remake. I the other one's in French. Okay. And yeah. then you have Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane in his crowning jewel of his fucking career. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. It's I would good. say um, the strong points. Uh, yeah, we're just at that point, right? Yeah. The strong points of the original film are, I think that some scenes, the uh, the toast scene. Yeah. Uh, is played a little bit more like straight in the French film, and I think that like there's. Um, good aspects to that. I think we get to see a little bit more of the Zaza character. Yeah. Um, not too I much. I like that. But like, I thought that was good to see Zaza. You just see, of, yeah, you just see Nathan Lane perform once. Yeah. Right? I think, right? I think so, yeah. Once. Yeah, but like, it just, I don't know, it didn't... 
I, with what? See, the problem, and it's not even a major problem, is that you you want more, mm. right? And not too much more, but like like Nathan Lane does this like layout performance. You're like, fuck! I wish I got to see him kind of more in this element. Mm. Um, the first film does a little bit more of it, not not much more. So like, I don't want to oversell it. And I think that the politics um, are more understandable in this remake. Yeah. I, I get it in the first Especially film. given the, the time that it was. Yes. I mean, it's very... That was that was a big thing for a very long time. And it's gotten to a different degree now of, like, yeah. conservative and, like, it's a different animal than it was then. But it was very much like, hmm, button up and, yeah. oh, my family values, family values, yep. family... That was... I was always the goddamn thing. The, the, the sanctity of marriage. Yeah. Well, what's funny, um, another film that's actually pretty good, um, I believe it's called Vice, and it's about, like, Dick Cheney. Mm -hmm. It's a Christian Bale movie. And um, there's a part in the film, not really a spoiler, I guess it is, where they have to make a decision when Liz Cheney is running for office. Like, yeah. Do you, like, basically reprimand your sister who's gay? You Like, do you, like, basically yeah. disown her so that you can win political office? And when they make that choice, it's so crushing. Yeah. And you can see they actually humanized Dick Cheney's moment. And you can see the toll that it has on him to make this fucked up choice, which he makes anyway, so yeah. you know, he doesn't give uh, any I points. mean, granted, this is a movie. Yeah. He's literally heartless. Yeah, well, he is literally heartless. <laughs> but, like, even then, because this is even later in Football uh, Cycle, and this is a real-world example, you can see that people have to contort themselves into all these knots yeah. to try to fit into this mold and... Like, we were talking about politics before. Like, insane. all this play theater. Like, politics is theater. Yeah, it's, it's complete theater. And, like, sometimes you don't, you can't see the forest through the trees. Right. Like, like what we're, there was, like, the big, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's it? Herschel Walker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Herschel Walker, when he was, you know, running for uh, senator, it came out as a, a thing that his, one of his mistresses had an, had his abortion. Right. Like, and he's like denying it, denying it, denying. The that's not the way you do that. Right. You just say, "Yup." That's exactly what you do. Because guess what? It didn't. Yeah. Really hurt. It him. didn't. Hit, it didn't hurt him at all. If anything, it gives him experience in that. Like, if someone's gonna, if you're gonna be a drug counselor, the guy who's the drug counselor better have been a drug addict. Well, look at um the my pillow guy. Yes. That dude was smoking Krizak. Yes, exactly. But like the to Herschel Walker, you just be like, yeah, she wanted to get an abortion. What am I going to tell her? No. Right. That's her rights. That's what I'm here to change. I wanted to keep that kid. That was what. If you did that, five minute story. Great angle. Great angle. Um, yeah, but, but no, once you say no, I never did that. Yeah, it's just it's, it lacks credibility. You know, it's it's one thing to be a hypocrite, but then to be a hypocrite of your own hypocrisy. <laughs> right. Like, it's absurd now. Which is, like, why these films work, because it is comedic. Yeah. The guy who had an abortion being like, no abortions, is funny. Yes. It's like, what? Who could never have an abortion, who has I, literally no opinion on it, because it, it does not concern him. It's just such a stupid... The whole thing is, it's... But also, like, it's... The people who are the tr most truthful in the movie are them. Yes. Literally living their life. And this, it's one thing to do it in a time like if you go down to fucking South Beach now and you're you're gay in 2023, no one gives no a shit. No one gives. In 1996, 
That was a different story. No, no, like they... And in 1977? Well, maybe not in France, but if you were 1978, whatever it was, that's a different connotations, different, whole different ballgame, which, again, not wrong, but you still have to, it takes so much more courage right. to be that person, be openly gay, and they're like, no, they're the most, living their true lives, living their best selves, living all these things, and then there's Gene Hackman's character who's saying these political views that he doesn't believe. Right. He's doing it because he knows that people di dislike that gay lifestyle. Right. Or dislike the propaganda, the, not the propaganda, but the the hypocrisy that this right. other senator scandal, the scandal that uh, developed. So now he's got to be squeaky clean, even though he probably doesn't give a shit, because clearly at the end he doesn't. It, and you know, like, the propaganda, going to that, the propaganda is itself is another commentary on it. Is the fact that like this scandal happened? You're supposed to be a conservative, clean cut politician. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're banging underage prostitutes. Yeah. And, like that's always how it goes too. Always. The guy who speaks up the most about uh, like anti-gay stuff is always. the one who's fucking a, fucking a dude. Always. And I mean, always. like, it's so funny that like these are still happening. There's a uh, there's this guy, I think his name's like uh, Matt Schlapp or something like that, who worked on the Herschel Walker campaign, who is accused, credibly in my opinion, but whatever, of like groping male campaign staffers. And it's just like, well, who does? Here, here, well, I mean, he's 22 and he's hungry. Yeah, he's 22 and he's hungry. But like, yeah. Does it take more than that? And, and that's why like, I think um, both films still sort of, even in their comedic, Overtelling uh, of this still ring true to this day because this shit's still happening, and I yeah. think the underlying theme of both films, which is why I think they're both really good movies. Uh, if you're an American, just watch The Birdcage because, like, yeah, I mean, it's uh, you get the whole thing. You don't need more, but and also I, I kind of, I do think The Birdcage might be better. I think that but maybe, maybe, but I might also might be saying that just because I'm more familiar with like, like it's just our culture, sure, that it's just easier. Yeah. No, it's 100% easier. I think that um, what's interesting about it is um, how they worked our culture into the story. Yeah. I think that that was really well done, and it's modernized just enough. So, yeah, it's the same story, but there's so many little modern elements, and I thought that Nathan Lane's lines at the dinner were really good. Like, the abortion line yeah. was, like, really funny. Because he, he's leaning into this, like, conservative, logical thought um, as the movie's portraying it. But it's, like, fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's stupid. Because it's coming from this. Just kill the mother! Just kill the mother. Yeah. And even just, her, just his nuances of, yeah. oh! Like, it's just so... Yeah. yeah. It's perfect. It's it, a great movie. And to have, like, Gene Hackman, like, having to side with his wife, and it was like, uh, can't you see? She's great. Like, yeah. Like, like, really just, like... Believing it, leaning into it, it's so funny. It's grounded just enough reality that, like, you can take that ride. And it, it like you were saying, this is the type of film where both of us could be like, this is some horseshit. Yeah, there's and, some horseshit. But they, they also, the, walk the, that line really well. I mean, the other thing that like, would never, ever happen, especially if you've known someone that's like that, that's like, would judge someone based just around that immediately, that if because that's who this person is. Right. That if you said that, and then, like, they put on this whole farce, then told them, like, no, that's actually a dude. Yeah. And that person would never be like, 
Well, right. I was wrong. Right, right. No, it was, I never. They'd be like, well, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." Right, right. Unless the press is there. Unless and, the press is there. And you know, again, that in both films, the payoff of putting the person who's judging you, having them have to live a moment in your life. Yes. Right. Uh, to comedic effect, and like ultimately, you being their savior. Yes. The person that gets them out of this situation when they tried to put you in a box. Like, it, it's a great story. It's very simple to follow. Yes. But it's also, like, there's layers to it. And, uh, yeah, both films nice. should certainly exist. And I think the Birdcage, uh... Yeah, I think they should. Uh, you know, look, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, Robin Nathan Lane. Lane. And mm -hmm. fucking Hank Azaria. <laughs> yeah, that's just funny. Fucking great. It's fucking great. Uh, yeah, and watch it. You can watch it from with me from my fucking bookcase lab. Yeah, yeah, the bookcase lab where you're definitely zapping shit. Yeah, we're zapping shit. You'll be you'll be perfectly safe. Yeah, yeah. you might electrocute yourself, but that's yourself. Yeah, exactly. But we always wear goggles. Have to, have to, have to, and we and everything we drink is uh, it's got like the bubbling, steam, the bubbling. Yeah, yeah it's steam. definitely bubbling. Like, what am I drinking? Uh, Mountain Dew. It, it's it's like a scene in the fucking Nutty Professor. It's yes. purple or green. It's bubbling. And if you, uh, if you drink it, you're going to become cool and Yeah, dance. of course. Yes. You know, Obviously, like, that's how we got it. I, you should have seen me before. See, I it's was... fucking professor. Before this, I was Stephen Urkel. Now I'm Stefan <laughs> Stephon Urkel. But now, you know, before this, I was just... I was a fucking tenured literature professor. <laughs> Little overweight, but now it's just... Now I'm just, you know, a vagabond. Yeah, before this, I was sober. <laughs> Fucking hey, that was a fun. That was a fun film. Mm. I don't know how much we talked about it. I don't know. You guys got it. Like, you got it. You, you know, be yourself. Yes, yeah, be yourself, man. That's my take. Don't change yourself movie. for nobody, dog. That and get a feather boa. Yes. Oh, a feather boa for sure. Fucking, you're perfect the way you are. You're perfect right? just the way you are. Unless you suck. Man. Yeah, you should probably stop that shit. Really, fucking ask yourself some hard questions yeah, yeah. and get some answers mm -hmm. because. You piece of shit. <laughs> garbage. You would be, I don't garbage care how person. accepting they are at the birdcage, you will not be accepted. Yeah, that's true. You might be accepted at the the gym in the birdcage <laughs> when you play basketball for St. Joseph's Preparatory Academy. Funny enough, one of the, uh, we're in uh, New Brunswick, one of the uh, show houses back when I was in school was called the birdcage. Mm. Uh, yeah. They have all these little secret punk shows in town and they name all the Houses, different things, so no one knows where they actually are. But just yeah. stroke fest. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> oh, we're so cool. It's a we're basement. It's a basement. You're smoking American spirits. Yeah, smoking American PDF. spirits with with fucking. You got a fucking twenty bag of midweed in uh, your pocket, and you think you're fucking awesome. Yeah, you listen to shit music. You listen to shit music, sweating your fucking ass off, and if you're me, hitting your head on a nail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're me, you're not, because being short is actually advantageous yes, at this point. Especially, and then you can get the fuck out of you will weasel your way out. Nothing, nothing worse than hitting your head on a pipe walking down the yep. stairs. I mean, I don't know, but I gotta imagine. And then you you reach, you know, you're too old there to be to when you when you finally have the realization, you know, if there's a fire, oh, you're oh, all everyone's dead. dying. Yeah, you don't believe, but you have the thought. Yeah, yeah. It's funny enough. Uh, I brought this up, but down this podcast. Uh, and one of those show houses, we actually got to see Macaulay Culkin. Oh, his yes. band, The Pizza Underground. The Pizza Underground. That was pretty uh, entertaining. Yes. yes, yes. That's phenomenal. Yeah. And, and then uh, on a side note for that, <laughs> fucking Buzz's. I don't even remember his real name. Oh, yeah. But Buzz 
fucking Macaulay Culkin's brother in Home Alone played a show and I was at my radio station that I worked for. <laughs> and then the first thing I said, I was like, he's like, hey man, let me get a soda. I was like, I wouldn't give you a soda if you were growing on my ass. That's yeah, I'll let you on, I'm kidding. <laughs> nice callback. Thanks. I bet he loved that. He didn't. I know he didn't. <laughs> uh, uh, like a conservative politician in a gay club having to wear drag so he can escape from the press. Didn't love it. Didn't love it. Didn't but love we, we loved the film. We loved the film. It was great. Uh, four out of, uh, five out of five stars. Five whatever, five. let's say. I, I know it's supposed to be out of four, but. Man, whatever. I give it nine thumbs up. What are we watching next time? Uh, I had the thought that we should watch, that most people don't know it's a remake, but Man on Fire with oh. Denzel Washington. Wow. Is a remake of a 1980 movie, hmm. Man on Fire, by the same name, uh, based on a book. Man on Fire, <laughs> uh, with, I can't remember his name, Scott something. The guy that that uh, Denzel kills in Training Day in the oh, house. Oh, wow. That guy. Really? He, that guy plays the Man on Fire. Holy shit. All right. Yes. Man on Fire. Oh. Man on Fire. Hey, I'm down. I can't wait. I'm excited it's to watch great. that one. Oh, God. It's phenomenal. <laughs> A man could be an artist. <laughs> there's going to be so many. Oh, there's so, so many, many walk-ins. If you thought we got off the rails in this one, oh, forget just it. You wait. Just uh, now, don't get me wrong. I love the birdcage, but yeah. I could talk for hours about Man on Fire. That's good because uh, you know, unfortunately, in this case, because the films are so similar, we had so many other things to talk yeah, about. Yeah, so, so I mean, fucking literally, a almost shot for shot remake. Pretty they're, much, they're pretty faithful. Yeah, the only thing that difference is politics. The politics are different, and then Zaza, 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 whatever. Yeah, I just think that, like, the pure star power, Nathan Lane and Robin Williams, yeah. really... And Gene Hackman. And Gene Hackman, yes! Wow. Two-time Academy Award winning Gene Hackman. It's great. And two-time Academy Award winning Diane Weiss Weiss. Weiss. And Mrs. Indiana Jones, Calista Flockhart. Flockhart. Slash Ally McBeal. How could you go wrong? How could you go wrong? Do you guys didn't have a dancing baby screensaver on your fucking Gateway 2000? I did. <laughs> well, I was... That was everywhere. No, it was. That dancing baby was a big... Y2K, nothing happened. <laughs> it was going to change, and they fixed it, I think. It was fine. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, I remember that New Year's. Yeah, huh? I do remember was that. Was he famous for that? No, yes, I do. That was a callback to before the yeah. show, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's for. That's just for us. Yes. Well, uh, next episode is Man on Fire. Man on Fire. Find us on... Uh, go ahead. Yeah, at, at Retro vs. Remake, we're on YouTube, Spotify, Twitter... Instagram, um, yeah, all yeah, that. and you can find me at Dan Far at Jersey Dan, no, at Dan Farley eighteen on Instagram. Yeah, you can find me at RP Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. You know, yeah, we got some big things happening. We got that. some moves that we're making. Actually, one of them called me in the middle of this. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, mm, night moves. Working on, on the night moves. <laughs> Love that. Oh man, um, this is completely aside. I was listening to uh, Don't Let Me Down. Uh, <laughs> Groots, which some people say Bruce. Yeah. You know, you know, so that, I don't know why you're still listening. Hey, thanks for watching the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> Take care. Bye now. Bye.